Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor's Trucker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST, and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content, so I pulled some of my favorite bites from the Taylor Strecker Show for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor. This is my podcast. Today, hanging out with me is Emma Wilman again. Hey, girl, hey. How you doing? Okay, well, today's actually special. So Taste of oh. Taylor, to date, has actually been like, you know... I pull a clip from my radio show, the Taylor Strecker Show, yes. and then myself and the co-host, like, we recap the clips that are going to play yes, or whatever. Yes. But today, you and I are just no going to do- No clip. We're doing a straight up- We're going rogue. Pizzy posy cat. We're doing um, it. Because I actually had a listener reach out to me. I love, first of all, the audience is amazing. I love, love. you podcast audience, but if I'm going to be honest, I love my radio show audience a little bit more. Well, also because, <laughs> just and also to, like, paint the picture, the radio show is, like, that's, like, I always, when I'm on it, it feels like a closed circuit, like secret community. Well, that's, not that everything isn't like totally awesome, but it's like it's like a secret. Well, it's group. more like it's more of like a secret. Public well, if group. I'm going to be honest, so like first of all, thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Of course, but I do feel like the radio show. First of all, it's more content and subscription based, so it's more intimate. It's yes, definitely more niche. But it's like the true fans, like the real fans, they subscribe to the Taylor Strecker show. Yes, but the podcast is here for the half fans, right? Or <laughs> of the podcast and we're all we're just dating right now we're all just we're dating, dating. we're married I, on the taylor yeah, Trevor show exactly for and life I'm, I'm not good at dating necessarily so <laughs> i am i apologize in advance but one of the um radio show the taylor trucker show listeners said to me listen i love your radio show and i subscribe and she said but i find that i don't listen to the podcast because i know it's repeated material from Fair. the radio show Fair. and she said so but but she said but i want your podcast to also succeed so how about you think of maybe incorporating some new brand new content for the podcast so i figured why not try it this week and why not See try it with emma goes. because i love totally. i love playing audio with emma let's do it challenge speaking, accepted speaking of podcasts emma has a podcast with the incredible mateo lane yeah it's called inside the closet there's a new episode every single thursday so make sure to check it out thank you Taylor. uh on all places that you can listen to a podcast correct yeah. uh all iTunes, the places stitcher soundcloud now i might just be making things up but that sounds about right i make up everything yeah iTunes. <laughs> you can things. listen to me on online one time my yeah. my mom's friend was like asking about 
I, I'm a comedian, and my mom's friend was basically trying to check on credit. She goes, is she on YouTube? My mom's <laughs> like, I think she is on YouTube. She's doing pretty well for herself. I was like, Mom, anyone can be on YouTube. Oh, my God. My girlfriend and I, I told you this. We went to this Peter Cetera concert, right? He's like, he, he was the op- he was the lead singer of Chicago. Oh. And then, he, do you know who David Foster is? I've heard the name. He's like a huge producer. He was married to Yolanda from the Real House of Beverly Hills. It's like a whole thing. Okay. Anyway, so they I like, know another David Foster, acupuncturist in California. Not the one I'm no, talking about. Okay. So this David Foster and uh, Peter Cetera, lead singer of Chicago, former lead singer of Chicago, are like Biffles, total nice. besties. And Peter and David and Chicago worked on their last album together, and David like believed in the power ballad, mm. and they wanted to make Chicago like more power ballady, and Chicago was like, F that. And then Peter Cetera what? was like, I'm for it. So he broke off from the band. I mean, they had problems, but he started his his solo career, and like every song is like, you're the reason for my life, you're the inspiration, although that's Chicago, but I've you know what I'm saying. One. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like a power ballad. I want a power ballad. So he's kind of like Mike, Michael Bolton, but cooler. Cool. Peter so anyway, my girlfriend and I saw him in concert in Massachusetts. Was it amazing? Last weekend. It was amazing. But the audience was like 75 plus years old. Right. But I'll tell you something. Old and it people, was in Lynn, right? I'm telling you, right? It was in Lynn, Massachusetts. Old people freaking love YouTube. What? Love. We made best friends with a bunch of 75-year-old couples. And all the guys are like, you want to see Peter Cetera on YouTube? <laughs> And I'm like, what's with YouTube and the older generation? Really? I thought it was for the, it was for oh, the young people. Oh, that's so funny because I thought that it was funny that my mom's friend was like checking if I, she's like, does Emma have anything on Telling YouTube? You. And my mom's like, I think she does. I was like, yeah, it was on Colbert. They put that on YouTube. Senior also on Colbert. YouTube. It's so funny. <laughs> but they've got, there's like things on YouTube that I want taken down. Oh, girl. That I have had a hard time getting taken down. YouTube's a tricky one. YouTube's a tricky one. Someone put up this video of me, like, the first, like, five months of me doing comedy. They're like, hey, I'm going to give you $20 to do this show on a Friday. No. And I was, like, sold. And they were like, sign this. I was like, give me more to sign. I want a no. $20 for show. And you got to read it. I had just started doing comedy. Oh, though, God. And I should not have been doing something that should be out there. I mean, if you ever if you ever Google me and see me in a purple shirt. I'm Googling it now. It's not, it's not a good clip. Like, it's bad. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. It's just everything about it is bad so if people are like i've googled you before i just am like no oh, you're like you have no I'm idea sorry. what i'm really all about it right. was so i hate bad. that i hate when you can't take shit down on the internet i've tried so, so many times much stuff about me in the internet that i want down specifically this one picture so sometimes when i drink alcohol i get bright red mm-hmm. it's a thing I, I must be like a quarter like or like an eighth or a tenth asian or something because it's like it's, it's actually <laughs> i swear to god you should do com. Well, I should because I of this very thing because because this is a common problem. I have a couple of friends who are Asian, and they're like, "That's so weird that you get red because that's like an Asian thing hmm. that happens." And so they're like, "You must have some sort is of." Is there some picture of you just bright red? How yeah. red are we talking? Explosive. Tomato Taylor. Tomato like blotchy, rashy oh. Taylor, and I have this great dress on. And I'm wicked skinny, so that's like all good. But I look like a like I mean, I'm having a massive allergic At least reaction. A, redre- a redeeming thing. There. I'm like Will Smith and Hitch. <laughs> It did they kind of is it like a Getty image so you can't get it taken down? You got it. Damn, so I'm like, sucks. can we just get rid of this picture? Oh that my sucks. god! I've got a couple pictures Getty images of me where I have my snaggle tooth before I got my TV teeth. Oh my god! I, I met you before you got your TV yeah. teeth, and it made a big difference. TV teeth. I got my TV <laughs> teeth, and this is how I got the TV teeth. I was going to a dentist up in Harlem yeah, because I didn't have dental insurance. And there's this dental place called Harlem Dental. And I went in and I got the checkup and I mentioned to him that I was an entertainer. And he had this like super thick <laughs> Russian accent. And he was like, oh, entertainer, like TV teeth. And I was like, what about TV teeth? He's like, I could do that. And then he was like, you want TV teeth? I was like, I'll think about it. And then I walked out the door and then I went right back in and went, give me the teeth. 
And remember, you guys were skeptical. You're like, because I had to pay him cash. We were very worried for you. Because we were doing it off the books. But your teeth are great. Thank you. He did a great job. Your TV teeth are spectacular. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I think about them all the time. When I see myself on TV, I'm like, I, there is credit due to those those teeth. Those TV teeth. When I smile, it's a big difference. Speaking of teeth, mm. did you hear about uh, Tiffany Haddish at risk claiming that a woman bit Beyonce in the face? Yeah, I didn't understand that. Oh, What's she talking about? She, oh, I, I'm reading we her have book to talk right about now. This. She's amazing. I'm she obsessed is. with her. I met her. Tell me everything. I met her. Elle Magazine did a shoot two years ago, right? So this is before Tiffany popped off. But Mm. I knew about Tiffany. Wait, so Tiffany's 38. So she's a stand-up comic? No. Yes. She started as a comic. Are you sure? I saw her special. Are you sure? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, no, no. No no shade. I love her. I love her. I love her. She's she's like a funny person But I feel like someone, like I said something about her, um, her stand-up special, maybe it was even to Carly, our mutual friend. Or maybe it was you. Or maybe it was somebody else completely entirely I watched the first 15 minutes. I mean, stand-up's like such a subjective thing. Really, really picky when it comes to stand up, and right. like, I loved her, and I was watching it, but I didn't finish the whole special. Like right. Amy Schumer special, like I can't not finish the special. Do you know it's what I'm also, saying? It's like a it, so with Amy Schumer's one, I don't think I finished hers, but I finished Jim Jeffries because also okay. there's one thing where it's like with stand up, once it gets to a certain point, it's all worked out and all of that stuff. Then it just personally comes down to like a personality. But thing. that was the thing is that like an hour is a long time to watch someone is, just talk, it, and we're so overstimulated. It's a just long stand up is like. But so, but I, I said something about her stand up to somebody, and they were like, "Oh well, she's not really a comedian," and I was like, "Really? That's because what she got famous from was okay. Girl Strip, which I that's where I fell in love with her. Right. So that's you can't where, get no STD, you know, booty hole." <laughs> Can you not get an STD in your booty hole? I think you definitely can. I think you de- totally can. I think you're more prone to get it in your booty hole yeah. than in your vajayjay hole. Yeah. Because those bums, they're you full definitely... of these little kind of blood capillaries. It's yeah, very dangerous. There could be a cut in the butt. Yeah. And then the, some, like, the STD gets in the butt blood In cut. your booty hole. In your booty cut. hole. But that's, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, my God. It's I got the worst movie it. in the world. Oh. She is the only saving grace oh, in that movie. the movie isn't good? The movie is atrocious. It's, it, have, ah. you, have you ever, like, gone and seen a play at a community theater, and you're like, what, this, it, it okay, have, have you ever seen The Disaster Artist? No, but I've heard about but it. But it's, 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 it's like, it doesn't really make sense, and it just jumps from scene to scene, or, like, some scenes are, like, way too long, and it's like, it's just not well done. It's not well edited is, I think, the issue. Girl Strip was like that, too? It was very... You know what was a great movie? It was they... Rough Night was a great movie. Oh, that's... This, I thought Girl Strip was going to be like Rough Night, and it was just... It was so unnecessarily long. Because it Girl felt like Jada Pinkett much better Tripp, it, it felt like Jada Pinkett Smith was acting for her the first time in her life. Really? And I love her. And also, the queen, Latifah, yeah. the queen queen, who I adore... She couldn't deliver a joke to save her was life. Was she mailing it in, you think? I, uh, Girl, I don't know what happened, but I will tell you, Tiffany Haddish was the saving grace. Or do she you was the only that, reason I kept watching it. I almost turned it off. That she, that Tiffany just made those guys look bad? No, she, no. no, they, no. Were, they were So they were objectively bad outside of her just killing it. I'm going to blame a director or a producer. It was, it was not the, the girl's fault, but oh. Tiffany was so funny that her funny could cut through even when it was just so wow. piss poor bad. I think it was just bad writing, bad script, bad I editing, watch bad directing. Now. now, this makes me want to watch it. Okay, well. When everyone was like, my, I love it. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm like, I hated it. But, but I got to see that. It was painful to get through. Really? For me, yeah. It was just, it felt, you know, when I say high school, I mean, it felt amateur. Damn. And it had, and it wow. had big names on it. Anyway, but Tiffany. And that's what put her on the map. Amazing, amazing. And she had been doing acting, she'd been doing some other acting, like, like building up to that. Mm-hmm. And then that was like the big bang. And then she was filming the show that's coming out with Tracy Morgan called The Last OG. But she mm-hmm. had been fi- filming that 
bef- and got cast in that. And she all was on the, the um, Carmichael show. Yep. So she was on all these things. And then, and then she just explodes. Explodes so with that. it seems like she just came out of nowhere. But this, this girl's been working on this forever. And grinding. Like when I have meetings with people in L.A., they would like bring her up. And everybody is like, we're happy for her because she was out there working for well, a guess what? Mm. That's you, girl. That's the, the, you, you are going to be the next Tiffany Haddish. Trying. I'm telling you. Everyone I talk to about Emma being you. like, you can't get got no nope. STD in your booty hole. And they'll be like, oh, <laughs> she took that too literally. <laughs> Emma has a Netflix special coming yeah, out. Yeah, in when? June. 15 every, minutes of Emma. Everyone's like, that's it. That's we'll it see. from there on. Don't leave me, girl. But you know what, though? People said that about Colbert, and it really messed with my head. Because okay. be- before I did Colbert, I remember my f- the one of the people was like, "Oh, everything's gonna change," and then it was like the next day, and like nothing changed. And then I felt like really angry, and like I felt like I failed. You're like it's still me. It's still me. Yeah. But the thing that happens is it was like six months later. Like, yeah. I got a different thing that then helped get. But a different I've known thing. you. I've known you before all this stuff started happening, right? and I'm telling you, like just your profile already. Like I like I'm like every time I talk about you, I'm like Emma's gonna blow up. I really blow appreciate up, up. it. Will you can I be your personal assistant? <laughs> I'll get you snacks. T- um, Tiffany talks about. I'll be your personal assistant. We both would need to get fired real quick, but then not be able to actually fire. But Tiffany talks about how she hires her friend as a personal assistant. In That's her how book. it should be. And then, but then, like, it didn't go well. Oh, because oh. she said her friend is basically like, you need to go to bed. Like, it starts getting like blurry, <laughs> which I get. But what? So I met her. Yeah. My friend Amanda told me. My friend Amanda Seals, when she moved to L.A., was like, this girl's being really nice to me. She's like, a lot of times, like, it's so competitive. She's so like, competitive. She reached out to me, and we were chilling. And then she was like, you know, like. She's, Tiffany was like, there's not a ton of, like, women of color, like, stand-up comedians. Like, I'm going to hook you up. Nice. And, like, help get her spots and stuff. So I knew about Tiffany through that. Mm-hmm. Then Elle Magazine did a shoot, and it was, like, 13 female comics. All of them were famous but me. But t- none of them were, like, super famous. It was, like... That's how I felt when I was on um, Daily Mail's Worst Dress List. Really? Yeah, and it felt... <laughs> see, at least that... This was... <laughs> I made it. I was. I literally was like, I've made it. And then when I was, like, I was oh, wait, at the worst shoot, dress list. list. When I was at the shoot, they might as well just call it the saggy tit list because that's what got me on. It was my. I. I. I, I didn't. Wait, do what the, were you wearing? Oh, girl, this white dress to the VMAs red carpet. And the problem was, if I, it's the one that I've seen in your pictures yeah. when you look you up, I think that was a nice well, dress. Well, I should have done what the Kardashians do, which is they do suspender boobs. So uh. you take literal duct tape and you sus- mm. you, you you pull your boobs up like they're suspenders, but just on your nipples. So then when you have a that like deep V. No, that's just have these like amazing perky breasts. I don't know if that's good. That well, sounds really painful. And my spray tan was not on fleek. I was a hot mess. I've been there with the spray tan. <laughs> Prom was really bad for me. Really bad. Okay, wait. So Tiffany. So we. So I get to the L thing, and I was like, when they asked me to do it, like me and my manager, everyone was like, kind of like surprised, but we had to be cool about it. Okay. Because they're like, we want to have Emma included in this, you know. Um, there's going to be, like, Nicole Byer, Tiffany Haddish. I think Alana Glazer was supposed to be there. Uh-huh. Uh, Eliza Schlesinger. All people much higher profile. Love Alana Glazer. She didn't. I think she ended up getting, like, photoshopped in. But we were all like, oh, and Emma. And they were like, yeah, if Emma's willing to do it. And I was like, uh, let me think about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thought about it. Sure. But while we were at it, Tiffany, I remember there was, like, this, like, great spread. Like, it was, like, they had every kind of spread. All food. food. And Tiffany was, like, this is awesome. (laughs) And just, like, just, like, bouncing around and really cool. And I was, like, we have a mutual friend, Amanda Seals. And she was, like, woo! And she was exactly everything that you see in the thing. I love that. That's my favorite thing in the world. She was so cool. Like, she was, well, it was neat. So then when all this started happening, like, two years later, and I remember that she used to do, 
uh, NACAs, which are these like college showcases. Uh-huh. And my friend was like, my, I remember my friend saying that she was doing NACAs like forever ago. Well, here's the thing. So, um, yeah. So, so she said someone bit Beyonce's face. She said someone bit Beyonce. She's like Beyonce. a spy for like the people in this like celebrity community. She kind of reminds me of what's her face with the red hair who got herself in so much trouble because of the Trump stuff. Oh, oh, Kathy Griffin. She, like, I like Tiffany Lee more than well, way more. Yeah. But it, she reminds me of like she gets in there, but she's a real person. So right. she's like, I'm gonna tell you the real story. You know who? It, does it remind you of Jennifer Lawrence at all? A little bit. Yeah, I love Jennifer Lawrence, and when I see her on the red carpet, and then like, yes, it's kind of like like Jennifer's like like she's a she's not a real person because she's Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Like Tiffany's not a real person. She's Tiffany, but like they're real in that they tell they have, they're filterless. They tell the truth. They yes. give the behind the scenes. There was a shot they're of her self deprecating. Self deprecating. She was going to an award show and she was like with her best friend from like kindergarten, mm-hmm. and she, they was like, "Whoa, we're going to the award show!" Like, yeah, so you're like, like real people. Real people. Well, anyway, well, Beyonce's, like, not a real person and super no, tight-lipped. has never, like, definitely. Like, I still need to know what happened in that freaking elevator. Yeah. And But now but now the elevator is getting overshadowed by who bit Beyonce. Yeah, because that, when I saw that headline, I actually didn't even read it because I didn't even think I knew how to process it. So I'm so Girl, ready to hear I'm from you. I'm with you. I didn't read it either. And then there's another story that came out about here's who didn't bite Beyonce. Because now everyone's oh, being like, I didn't bite Beyonce. Wait, wait. So now it's a thing. So we have to talk about read it. Read so, the thing. Um, this is from Page Six, just to give them credit. So Tiffany Haddish's story about meeting Beyonce has gotten even more bizarre. So this is the first story, okay? In an interview with GQ, the comedian, who's 38, uh, claims an identified woman, quote, bit Beyonce in the face at a function. So Now, was it a bite like, hey, arr, like Beyonce's this- rep has said, uh, said to GQ, I absolutely cannot comment on any of this as I have no knowledge. Like, I don't know if she's saying this is it, crazy it or outlandish. It must have not been something where it, like, penetrated. So this is what Tiffany tells GQ, okay? So she said, so Beyonce storms away. She's talking about her first time she met her. So Beyonce stormed away, uh, then goes up to Jay-Z and was like, Jay, come here, this bitch. And she snatched him. Then Haddish goes on to say, they went to the this back. Is after she got bit. Well, this is, this is like, she's explaining how it went down, okay? okay. She said, then they went to the back of the room, and I was like, what just happened, Tiffany saying. And Beyonce's friend walked up and was like, can you believe this bitch just bit Beyonce? What? So then Haddish said that, okay, then Haddish offered to beat down this unidentified actress. So she didn't say who it was. Oh, my God. But it's not, but it's not somebody we don't know. It's somebody we would all know. She's just keeping her identity a secret. Right. And then Beyonce encouraged her to just have fun instead. So um, she said later that evening, um, Haddish and Beyonce crossed paths again at the bar. And so she said, so I said to Beyonce, did she really bite you? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, she's going to get her ass beat tonight. <laughs> Wait, and then... Beyonce, so Tiffany says, Beyonce was like, no, 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 don't do that. That bitch is on drugs. She's not even drunk. The bitch is on drugs. She's not like that all the time. Just chill. Oh, okay. So you I get it. You can't bite people when you're on drugs. Yeah, but also it was probably like they was were- she on bath salts? It's, it all, it, like, it's like one of those things where it's like she's just being like super weird and to even call it out- It's not even worth it's it. It's like she's going to tweak. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Also, I'm sure she didn't- What drug makes you bite somebody? Actually, cocaine. The first time I met one of Taylor's friends, my girlfriend's friend, she hit me in the head, which I thought was very odd. And Taylor thought it was very odd that I thought it was very odd, which I thought was the most odd. Yeah, this is my girlfriend. Now but the she, odds been upped exponentially. Yes, I was. I, I didn't let that one go for a while. But hit you in the head, like what? Like just like whacked me hard in the head. But mm. but the girl was wasted, and now it's one of my favorite one of her friends. Okay. So people have weird off nights where they get like un un unnecessarily violent. <laughs> With a bite in the face, too, I could see it someone, a like, being, bite. like, going to, like, up to hug and then just, be like, doing, like, arr, like, just, like, putting her teeth on the face. Yeah. But the big thing there is, like, someone getting in your space that much. Yes, yes. Like, that's, like, in your, that's in your zone. You don't get in Beyonce. Also, it's an award show. She is, like, 
makeup done. Right. You know, no like kidding. don't well, don't I don't even know when this was. Was it an award show? Was it a party? This is the thing. So now people are coming out saying I didn't bite Beyonce. Love that. So, okay, so so and who knows how what Shout Beyonce out to even the thinks. one person that's actually gonna like take like it's gonna be who like bit Snoop Dogg's like, it was me. And they're like, wait what? Like, I wish I bit Beyonce. Actually Wait, I did it. <laughs> I know. Emma, I bit Beyonce. I thought you you did do it. <laughs> I did see her do it. Okay, so Sarah Foster and uh, oh god, I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's a little suspicious. Him. Someone saying who's the actress from Love and Basketball? Sanai um, Lathan. Anybody? Yeah, but know? here's the thing: if they're saying they didn't bite her, that makes me think that, that one of them did it. Well, okay, so like Law and Order. I watch a lot of Law and Order as Special Victims Unit, and it's like them. That's like a move. protesting too much. Yeah. Right. Well, so Sarah Foster, who I don't know who Sarah Foster is, and then the actress who's from Love and Basketball, whose name I don't know how to pronounce. Okay. But I love her. Um, they both said that they did not bite Beyonce. Mm. Now, here's what the thing: maybe people, the fans, the beehives, going crazy, and they're right. reaching out and they're calling out people. Like, who's Becky with the good hair? Yes. We still don't know. Right. We think we know. Rachel who- Roy. No, there's no way. Uh-huh. No way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so now everybody's trying to figure out who the hell bit Beyonce. So um, I did not, I did not bite Beyonce. Becomes so a movement. That's the, when you know you're fucking famous. famous. The internet went into a tizzy trying to identify the alleged assailant after being spammed by the Beehive. This is why right. Foster and Lathan quickly denied the accusations. Um, and then Beyonce, wait, wait, no, Lathan tweeted on Monday, y'all are funny. Under no circumstances did I bite Beyonce. And if I did, it would have been a love bite. Okay. Right. And then Foster posted a screen cap of an email from the insider requesting a comment on Haddish's uh, whatever story. And she wrote, flattering that anyone thinks I could get this close to Beyonce. Hilarious. Yeah, because whoever did that got right in Chrissy Teigen is now love she so she's so funny Chrissy Teigen actually implicated herself briefly before launching her own investigation to the matter so she said I cannot leave this planet without knowing who bit Beyonce in the face I love you Chrissy Teigen she said I can only think of one person who would do this but I cannot say but she is the worst Wait, who was there that night? And then she quickly followed up with another tweet saying, update, it is not the person I think is the worst. Okay, thanks, Christy Teigen, but who do you think is the worst? No kidding. And then she wrote, I'm done. I am never telling. I'm scared. I've said too much. Knowledge is a curse. You know how much shit I have said and done to famous people. I have to verify with John. It wasn't me. (laughs) Wow. Who but Beyonce? Also, one of the amazing- Solange. No. I could see Solange being on drugs, biting her sister. Yeah. But but then nobody would beat her down except for her own sister. Right. Hmm. Yeah, and she'd be like, hey, like, stop it, stop it. Who, what, what actress would be close enough to Beyonce to bite Beyonce and close enough to Beyonce that Beyonce would be like, no, 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 everybody leave her alone. She's and just she's on drugs. Normally and like somebody that. who's on drugs. Right. And that she's feeling a little bit protective of. What kind of event was this? I have no idea. Also, I love that because it's the kind of thing Tiffany Haddish, like, like reporting on these stories, that's her, like, they probably see so much crazy stuff I know. in Hollywood I know. that to her, this is, like, registering as weird. Of course. But, like, to people that are probably, like, in it for a while, it's like, no, 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 that's da-da-da. They do that thing. They are also sexually attracted to ducks, and they only eat snails <laughs> on Tuesday except for the rest of the day we, they eat Kit Kat bars. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Hank, whatever. Like, it's like the thing. Well, I think, like, when crazy people, regular people are crazy. We're just crazy, right? Right. But when wealthy, rich, famous people are crazy, they're eccentric. So that's they get away with murder. So 
True, and I've thought about that before. Yeah, when someone is rich and crazy, they're eccentric, and well, when they're poor and I crazy— I used to be a rich person. Yeah. Don't for, ever forget this. And I've seen— so I've seen— I never will. I've seen—I'll never let anyone forget that I was rich. I've <laughs> seen some crazy shit. I'm telling you, rich people—I can't talk about famous people, but rich people act— Insane. What's the craziest I think that thing they're you've so, seen? You know what? I, I think that paying your bills, like your gas, your cable, your rent, and like sweating that, the, right. like the real stuff, I think it keeps you sane because you're grounded and like you're dealing with real people problems. I think here's right yeah, thing. And you've constantly got markers that you have to like work through. Okay, so you know how Clydesdales are And you horses. feel pride and stuff when you do it. You got it. So Clydesdales are bred to pull. So if so horses, that, that's, okay. that's the type of horse. Right. So if Clydesdales aren't pulling, they're like depressed because they're not doing what their purpose is yes, on this planet. Yes, yes beings purpose is to like survive and thrive and have purpose right so if you're not working hard to thrive and survive because you're so rich you don't have to worry about it you have no purpose therefore yes. you act insane and you don't necessarily like a, also i think that there's got to be like some amount of subconscious guilt because it's like unless you made the money no still even still that because i've got this i have a relative who yeah, rich he, people are crazy he he married into like a wealthier family but he grew up with absolutely nothing so he had perspective so he had perspective so he married one of my like cousins and they were pretty well off mm-hmm. but he came in and he was not he like sent himself to stanford on a track scholarship wow his job is he was grounded he, he, he was, was humble he worked his but this is the thing and so he's very conservative republican and his whole thing is like if you know i could do it than anyone can. It's like not to discredit all the work you put in. You are a straight white guy, very good looking. Yeah. But he, but he he's, also he's worked his ass off. His white privilege. Though. He's overlooking he his privileges, but he all. But then it's like you can't take away from the fact that his, he his got straight up, white privilege, man privilege, man, penis man privilege, penis but he, man privilege. He, but at the same time, it's like yeah, he yeah. outworked probably everybody. So we can't. He's not wrong to be like I did all um, this stuff. Yes and no, but bye bye. His job is he goes into companies and breaks up unions. Oh my god! Like he's like a monster. And my mom, who's like <laughs> so liberal, and they like in the summer. Emma, don't like, forget this is the podcast. No, no, I know. Lots and of I, people listen to the oh, podcast. Oh, I love. He's like a beloved relative of mine, and he's he's like into what he's doing. Like he's like into it. But my mom is not. Okay, hey, hey, hey. But wait, so back to rich people yeah. being crazy. So I've seen. Rich people do really crazy things. So, like, what's the craziest thing? Have you, like, have you seen rich, eccentric people? Like, I yeah. just feel like people who are super wealthy, super famous, they get away with murder, and therefore they do so. Like, biting somebody is so insane. That's craziest such a, thing you've ever seen. Right. Well, I went to this, like, summer program for dyslexic kids, and there was a lot of, like, really wealthy kids there. And one of the kids was Oscar de la Renta's son. Stop Boises. it. Yeah. I'm so excited. He was great. He didn't do any – th- that's just to give you an example of, like, the type of kids that were there. Oh. So th- – and he was great, but I remember hanging out – with him and I didn't know who Oscar de la Renta was. Emma, I'm from that's rural a Maine. Sin. I'm from rural Maine. I don't know anything about stylus. I don't care about that stuff anyway. It's a sin. And him and I became kind of buddies. And I remember he I I asked him what his parents did, or he asked me, and I said, My mom's a weaver, and he goes, My dad also does fashion. Where does your mom sell her stuff? So I said at her store, because she has a, a weaving store in okay. Maine, and Cute. also fairs. And he goes, my dad also does, like, conferences and stuff, but he sells it at his store. He's like, yeah, too. my dad has a uh, flagship studio right. on, on Madison yeah. Avenue and, and is Oscar De La Renta. <laughs> yeah. Well, his name, yeah, his last name was De La Renta. I just hadn't put it together. And then oh we didn't end up staying in touch. God. And then when I figured it out, I was like, what a dope. Oh, hi. But there were kids <laughs> at that school where they would get so much money for allowance, and then they would just, like, they're all these, like, Saudi guys, and they would just have weird collections. Like, they're collecting exotic snakes. They've yeah. got Hummers. They've got, they're, like, bored and discontent, and then they're just, they're just collecting stuff because they don't know what to do. 
Yeah. God, I, I didn't see anything super insane, but they would definitely, I heard like rumors of like lots of cocaine use. Well, I was just going to say, there was the, the craziest thing They're that not, I, like, I, I, I remember from being a rich person was this girl had this birthday party. And she's like, you know what I want to tell? <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, I want to have a Coke party. <laughs> and I'm like, what? what? And she's like, no, like, it's going to be like so sexy in like the 70s. And there's going to be like people walking around with trays of Coke. And I was like, <laughs> are you for real? I went just to see if this was real. Real. Really? She hired, like, how do you, like, how does one go but about hiring so wave staff to carry around mounds of cocaine? Uh, it was a, yeah, that's a, that's crazy, right? right? That only a rich, crazy person would do yeah, something like that. Yeah, and know that they could get away with it. You know what I mean? That's and be like, too. oh, yeah, I'm not. Like, I'd be no... like, if I have a Coke party, I'm definitely going to jail. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, <laughs> like I, what? And then I'll have no, nothing I'm to sorry. say for myself. I forgot another part of it. It was a Coke and porn party. Like, literally, like, the, like can you imagine me walking around a Coke and porn party? What I thought I was going do? to implode. I just kind of, I just, I had Bopped to get out of, there. I had hey, to get out of there. Hey, how you guys do? Did you go with anybody? Yes. And I you won't just... say who I went with because I don't want to give people the energy away. But so yeah. then you did you were people did they think it was weird you guys weren't doing any coke? No, I was just like let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just kind of I had to go to see if it, I thought it was kind of a joke, right? And then it was actually real. It reminds me of the Olsen twins. Sorry to link the Olsen twins to coke, but whatever. I mean, I see where I see how you're. But like, that. like I like I read an article on page six that um Ashley or oh Mary Kate Olsen had like this extravagant uh, wedding and she had like um like just bowls of like loose cigarettes everywhere. Like like again like such a weird rich person right. thing. To do and if it was anywhere else that could totally be like a, a trash thing like it, it, it like i could so see tra- like but it's so chic right like I'm, I'm like someday i want to have a party where i have cigarette vases <laughs> well there was a thing that we, we talked about on the show i would be was, the worst rich person i would be out of control is, are there any I chores also, that you wouldn't that you would still do wait, like wait anything wait. i was also at a wedding one time and they um had like bowls of like um they love their bowls bowls of like pills what kind of pills? Like Adderall. <laughs> like no. That, like that's no. I, and then, wait, I wait. That's crazier wait, than no. the Coke one. Because no, it's way crazier. Because the Coke one, at least you're like, oh, it's Coke. It, it was just bowls of Adderall. You get a prescription for that. Coke is Coke, Emma. Right. <laughs> bowls of Adderall. Wait, the fact that you think bowls of Adderall is worse than trays of Coke with I people do. passing it around I do. and pouring on is crazy to because, me. Because because we got we should do a nuts or not on it. But the, <laughs> the reason the Adderall is you got to go to a doctor. Like I have an Adderall prescription. It's very hard to get more than enough no, for your not, thirty wait, days. I just watched this great great show on Netflix, and it's all they about only give it to you thirty days at a time. No, yes, I know because I have one for um Klonopan for yeah. my sleep anxiety, and it's really hard if you lose your Adderall bottle while you're traveling, and they don't believe. <laughs> you anymore <laughs> my friend told me oh that sounded like a personal story no it was yeah i'm very personal it's happened a bunch of times and, and and i'm like i have add you. so i lose my adderall pills so i now i need you more ones have add i know i can confirm that wait there's a great documentary on netflix all about like the over um over diagnosing of add and adhd I believe in it. this country not saying you are one of those people but there are people <laughs> that actually need it like you but there are people that are over diagnosed sure. and it was i was all about like how basically adderall is an infection. Mean and it's like it's yes, like it it's like prescribing coke and porn in, in pill form. But anyway, they had bowls of it. But point being is that, but the thing with the pills is, I feel like because it is administered by a doctor, people feel this false sense of safety with it. So mm. it's like, well, I well, I have a prescription. I have a prescription. I have a prescription. Yes, like even in the documentary, these kids are like, it's weird because like I've bought Adderall when I couldn't fill my prescription, and that's a drug deal. And yes. they're like, but it, you never feel like it's a drug deal because whatever. But right. if you were selling bags of coke. You're a drug dealer. Also, let's never forget that pharmacists and people were prescribing are prescribing OxyContin. 
No shit. And that's don't even like, don't even start with that. Well, well we could go. You know what? Let's avoid that. Yeah, we'll hole. save that one we, for another. Yeah, we won't feel all really sad yeah, and depressed. Right, right. Let's say we're with just, the coke and the crying. porn and the Adderall yeah. and the cigarettes. Keep it on the up and up. <laughs> but, but bowls but, of Adderall is. And were, did you think those rich people were sad? At those parties? Well, this one this one place that I was at with the Adderall Bowls, it, it was it was it was a great event. It was a great event. Did you I, do the Adderall? I did not do the Adderall, which is why I went to sleep at nine thirty every single right. night. <laughs> An Adderall bowl, I would have taken one of the bowls. To the whole bowl. <laughs> I would have taken a whole bowl. I'd be like, I'm gonna go bring this over here. To these guys, and then you, then I would go. Oh man, uh, I want that Adderall at bowl. the Coke and porn party. A guy did steal a tray of Coke from a waitress yeah. and locked himself in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't even go try to sell it. No, no, he just, telling you, no, he was like, right? like going bananas. Oh, that guy, he was the worst. Like the way that that Christine Teigen says the worst person in the world. The worst person in the world locked himself in the bathroom at the co- co- Coke and porn party. I wonder uh, who Christy Teigen because I would totally trust her. Like opinion make this on shit people. Up. Which, She's great. You know, I saw her one time. You saw her one at time? At Eastville Comedy Club. Her and John Legend went to Eastville, this club in the- I have a story about her too, go. She was, it was, it was in the, it's in the East Village, and they came to it. There's a show on Saturday. It used to be 7, 9, 11. They were at the 7. There's only like- it was a small audience, like 20 people, and she's really tall, and she's very pretty. Yeah. So you, I noticed her before I noticed John. Yeah, because he's While I was on not stage. Pretty. <laughs> she, she, she looks, she stands out. And I was looking at them, and- I was like, you look, you guys look so much like that couple. Stop it. And they laughed and then whatever. And then the host afterwards was like, do do those guys come a lot? Like we we couldn't put our finger on it. And then the owner was like, no. um, No, you recognize them because they're famous. Yeah. But they were just at this little like kind of divey comedy. They were were not in VIP. That's for sure. They were just like off to a side. You know, oh my God. Which is pretty cool. No, that's wicked cool. They're cool. I I have a- Most famous people I've seen at a comedy show. I have a Chrissy Teigen story. They were there in the audience. Well, so what, real quick side note, though. So Stassi Schroeder, Vanderpump, uh, Vanderpump Rules, really good friend of mine, and we <laughs> went to get lunch together. I don't know. Maybe it was like a year ago, and we were sitting at the bar, and <laughs> the bartenders came over. Bartenders? What am I? What am I, a man in the 1950s? The bartenders came over. She was also a stewardess. The bartender, geez, came over, and she was like, oh, my God, you look just like that girl from Vanderpump Rules named Stassi. And Stassi was like, what? I do. Oh, I never get that. And I was like, it is her. And the girl was like, I feel so stupid. Thank God the girl didn't be like, but you're like way prettier. And like, I hate her. Like, she looks old. And you're like, <laughs> oh, no. Um, but wait, so Chrissy Teigen. So Chrissy, my friend was at a party with her. And was this before she was with John Legend? I think it was when she was with John Legend. And so How did I, they meet? I have no idea. Probably some like, it was like celebrity dating website. Wait, wait, wait. Another side note. Do you know that that's a real thing? Like publicists or agents? I don't know oh, yeah. which one. Oh. But they legit set people oh, up. Taylor, I had a friend. I'm cooking. That's all I want in life. I had a friend. That's all I want. I had a friend who got asked to be Adrian Grenier's uh, like red carpet girlfriend. Really? True story. And I actually had, a, I had another friend whose boyfriend was Madonna's red carpet boyfriend. Wow, girl, this shit is for real. Because I tried Allegedly. to tell, I tried to tell my acting guy, I was like, "Look, because you have people to send you up on specific acting auditions." I was like, "If there's any celebrities that are like on the way down, yeah, and they would get more clicks in the red carpet by being in a same sex relationship yep. thing, yep, I'm that person." I was Damn. like, "If they're like, they're like, my career's tanking. I don't know what to do." I love Call my girlfriend so much. I love my girlfriend so much, so much, and I'm gonna marry her. I'm gonna have babies, and it's gonna be amazing. However, of course, you gotta I just work. wish she would give me a month. Just one month where I could go on to Raya and because oh, I want to be on that dating app. Which I, is a I, dating app for like, creatives. People. That's what it's called. I just want to see if they would accept me. That's right. it. And then I want to see who would want to date me. 
Right. Like I had a friend who was on it. That's going to be a tough sell. To I had a friend girlfriend. who was on it and Chandler reached out to her. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Maybe I should switch mine to straight just to try to <laughs> see what's going on. But I also would want to like be have like my agent set me up on like a, like a celebrity, you know, if fake you could red have a carpet. celebrity friend date, who would you get friend set up with? date? Yeah. Oh, it would be Stassi, and she's already my friend. Fair. No, it would be Tiffany Haddish, so she could tell me yeah, who, who bit better, Beyonce. Who better? Who better? <laughs> who better? No, wait, wait. So this is like so schizophrenic. So we're all over the place. So, um, Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. So my friends at a party with her, not Stassi. Let's just be clear. Right. And my friend had this like gorgeous like white pony clutch. Okay, like mm-hmm. cream colored, like go- gorgeous. So she put it down on the arm of a couch. And, like, a little while later, uh, this woman, gorgeous woman, sits down on, like, the side of the couch and is talking to somebody. And she's, like, kind of on my friend's purse. My friend's, like, um, excuse me. And then the girl turns around. It's Chrissy Teigen. She's, like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. She's, like, she could put her bum bum. She could put her booty hole on my beautiful. Chrissy Teigen sat in your friend's purse? Wait. Gets better. So she sits on the purse. That's, and, but, but my friend doesn't say anything because she's, like, uh, like uh, it's totally like, cool. wow. Right. But just, like, a side of her. She gets up. Period blood on the purse. From Chrissy Teigen? From Chrissy no way. Teigen. Wait, no. Let me say. Let me say the story. Let me say the story. No this way. This story. Listen. This is just. I'm just repeating a story I heard. I'm not saying this is fact. This could be a rumor. Okay. Right. But I do believe the person that told me the story. However, this is why I feel comfortable telling the story. Because if this story is true, Chrissy Teigen was so cool about it. Like, she walked away. And rather than, like, walk away and be like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, and, and just, like, and, like ghost. Did, like, she, I did she see she the turned, blood? She, my friend didn't even see it. Oh. She turned around and Chrissy Teigen was like, oh, my God, I just period blooded all over your bag. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? And then Chrissy was like, I'm going to buy you a new one. I'll buy you three of them. But, like, that's, like, that's why I feel comfortable telling the story because it's, like. She was a good guy. Well, does she talk about being cool like Tiffany Haddish and Jennifer Florence. I feel like T- Chrissy Teigen's the best. Like I she period like, blooded all over your purse. I would have run out of there. If you were Chrissy Teigen. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I would have been so embarrassed. Now, again, the story's alleged. Right. I want to be clear. But you know what? That stuff happens. Yeah, right. That stuff totally who happens. Who has a period blooded on like a $5,000 white pony, pony clutch? Oh, oh well, God. that clutch is ruined. That clutch right. is ruined. And did she come through and get her a new one? Yeah, she came through and she got her a new one. Wow, yep. I love that. How cool She's is that? That makes hero. me actually love, that makes me love Krista Teigen even more than totally. I Totally, and it gives you faith in like people that like have reached the pinnacle of their, you know, I mean not even, she could go up even farther, but it's like, you're like, wow. But the more I think about it, mm. I think that Krista Teigen probably is the one that bit Beyonce. No. <laughs> well, girl, but there, who, she wouldn't be who a, knows Beyonce, who's close enough approximately Beyonce. But no who, one would say she's the who worst. Who gets a little cray-cray, maybe party animal, or was in the but past. But no one would say she's the worst. No. Chrissy Teigen said that the person she thought bit Beyonce was the worst. But you don't think that you don't think Chrissy Teigen bit, Beyonce. but maybe get. But I could see Chrissy Teigen being like, "I think I'm the worst." Maybe <laughs> you're, that's very meta. Thank you, but but I don't think that she would be on drugs. I mean, what I celebrity hasn't know. dabbled? Right. <laughs> we need to see. We need to see a list of who was at this party. We don't even know what it was, party oh, it, I was, know who it was. Emma, Katy Perry. It was Katy Perry. It was totally Katy Perry. <laughs> totally. I have no doubt in my mind. Why? Because she just she's a, monster. Just, she's well, a she's, Katy Perry thing to do. She steals kisses from yeah. Kiss Virgins. Right. On the set of American Idol. Confirmed. That's a monster mm-hmm. thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then she also hates Taylor Swift, which is like a huge problem yeah, for me. Exactly. Yeah. So you're right. It must have been. In our opinion, it was Katy Perry. no. In our opinion, in our opinion, <laughs> it was Katy Perry. Case closed. <laughs> 
Hook, line, and Cinquerito. I do wonder who uh, who did the, the I want to see what happened in that elevator, too. I remember when that came out. That was like. I, dude, I'm still woo. not over it. It's like, I know time has passed, and so we're, we have to get over what happened with Jay-Z, right. Solange, and Beyonce. But I will never forget that never moment. Forget. What happened? And tell me, okay, tell me anything about this. I think, and this is a Lady Gaga-ism. Mm. It's the fame monster. So in order to be famous, successfully so, Lady Gaga believed that all your shit had to be out on the table. So no Mm -hmm. secrets. So if you say it first, then you own it. It's yours. And nobody can destroy you with it. But if you try to be perfect and put yourself on a pedestal, that's when you're going to come crashing down. So Lady Gaga was like, yeah, I did drugs. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, politicians. I think that can be very true with relationships. The fine line is maybe you don't need to tell everybody everything to the point where- How about this? You don't have to tell everybody everything. Lady Gaga did that, and that's fine. You don't have to tell everybody everything, but when it comes up, like, don't like blatantly deny. Right. Or or lie about it. But here's the thing is, I think Jay-Z and Beyonce are setting themselves up. Now, listen, they're so, like, high up there. They're, like, untouchable. I know what you mean, because it's like- But why didn't they just, like, I sometimes think- the speculation is worse than the real story. Right. And so if they would just tell us the real story, then we would all be satisfied and just move on. Because they're in that elite echelon where it's like, oh, this person's untouchable, which I remember feeling with Kevin Hart, too, because it was like, okay, Kevin yes, Hart. who else was in that? Who? Harvey Weinstein. And Bill Cosby. You got it. But I remember with Kevin Hart, it's like, okay, because he's a comedian, he can beat anyone to the punchline on what it is that someone could say about him. Right. So then when it came out, like, oh, he's with that woman in the car, mm-hmm. and he was like, it didn't happen, didn't happen. Then when it came out that he was cheating, I was like, ooh, it was like, damn, because he's usually so open about everything. Like, and then now he's recovered. He Now he's recovered from it. But I, when that came out, I was like. Especially he, in he the current in that social time right. that we're in. But that's the thing. Is like, I feel like our Jay-Z and Beyonce doing themselves a disservice like why are they so tight-lipped why don't they just tell the truth and also maybe there's like nothing that bad that they know that could come out of who did them. bite beyonce who I, did i'm bite sure beyonce. there's a historical hyster- hysterical and historical right. story in there but like that's why i love jennifer lawrence so much because she just is she talks like a real person right. i hate all this secretiveness who's is jennifer lawrence dating anybody i hate people who are secretive least favorite people in the world are secretive really people. yes my least favorite are people that are condescending that too that's pretty I bad i hate that I hate that. I think that actually goes hand in hand with being secretive, though, because yeah, people who are like, condescending act perfect, and perfection is impossible. So, in order to show that you're perfect, you have to be secretive. Boom. Totally. Boom. So Taylor we are Strucker. on the same. Page. I is a genius. If you, you was a genius. That, you I was a genius. genius. We both is geniuses. T- Taylor said that once in her on the radio show at the facility, and she didn't even realize that's what that we call serious. We call serious the facility. The facility. And I didn't make it. By the way, that's not me like throwing shade at series, calling them like the insane asylum. People are like, oh, ha ha, facility. Like it's like it's oh, like that's jail what I too. or the no. It's it's like one of the listeners was like talking to me about, oh, when you were at, uh, uh, and she didn't know what to say, didn't want to say serious, so she just said uh, the facility, and so it stuck. So that inside joke, though, could easily make me look like I'm like throwing shade at them. Uh, not. I'll throw shades in different ways. I mean, I feel like <laughs> it's okay to throw shade at places that you used to work at. No, yeah. even, even if it was like the best ending oh my ever. God. I was, so when we were on our way to Peter, Peter Cetera with my girlfriend, the story comes full circle. We're wrapping this up in a nice little bow. We got into the Uber, and he had on The Pulse, which is a, sh- a channel on Sirius. Yep. And I was like, you got serious? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, they fired me. <laughs> what did he say? Oh. <laughs> he's like, why Poor. would I want to talk about this with you? Actually, no. He didn't say, Poor oh. You he was like, he was like I worked at Marriott and NYC. They fired me. And then it was like, oh, my God. And then then, then he was like, yo, you got to like, you know, you have to have integrity. Like, they wanted me to kick this couple out of the room. And they were like getting it on. They were doing their thing. And I was like, I'm not kicking them out of the room. They're getting, they're getting, they're getting off. I'm not going to interrupt that. I'm not going to be that man. No, not at all. And he was like, the man doesn't tell me the kind of man I am. So I feel you. And I was like, now I am lost. And please <laughs> yeah. draw me off of this, Tara. I am terrified. <laughs> now you've got, you've 
you getting pep talks from the, you know what, you can call the facility up. Like, I conferred with the taxi guy, and we're in the right, and you and the Marriott in the wrong. I'm like, like, yeah, I also got fired because people were getting it on, and I didn't want to kick them out of the studio. Like, what? Right. Like, like, like what is that analogy? He's going for And it, I'm like, were you relate. working at the Marriott, or were you working as a pimp? <laughs> <laughs> I was working at the... Marriott and one of my employees didn't have my money, but I let them finish the job. I'm too, I can't, I'm too stupid to follow this. Anyway, that's it for us. Okay. And then we'll get into the, another time we'll do the Christina Aguilera stuff. I know we have another time. We have to do it another time. Another Emma, time. you're going to have to come back. You're such I'd a great guest. To. I love I love it. We, I mean, Em and I could do a 10-hour podcast. We you guys could. might not really enjoy that, yeah. but we could definitely Apologies do in a 10-hour podcast. Anyway, guys, make sure to check out Emma on her podcast. Yes. It's called Inside the Closet with Mateo Lane mm-hmm. and Emma Woman, of course. Yes. And it's on every single Thursday, so check it on yeah, out. So and you can check it out tomorrow. I love Instagram. Emma Wilman on Instagram. And like, I message me. I, I you try to holler back. So And then check out Taylor Strecker. On Instagram as Thanks, well. Thanks, girl. And also, don't forget, every single Tuesday, for the most part, Emma is my yes. co-host on yes. the Taylor Strecker Show. Two hours of them. Two hours, and, and we have so much fun. So much fun. Gets personal. So if you like this, yeah. So if you want to keep dating us, just hang out yes. here. If you want to get married, go over to yeah. uh, the Taylor Strecker Show. That's yeah. a really good analogy. That's we, the we, we love all the listeners, but we want to we want to be committed for life. Everyone's like, I'll just keep dating you, crazy. <laughs> Anyway, have a great one, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out and tuning in. And make sure to uh, share with your friends, rate, star, comment, all of the above, so we can get those numbers up there. And I can crush. Have a good one, guys, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Hey, girl, hey. Did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass content with this nibble well then i'll see you next monday and make sure to subscribe to the taste of taylor podcast and follow me on social media at taylor strecker